to Free Talk Live, a unexpected live episode of the show happening right in the middle of the Porcupine Freedom Festival and Fork Fest two weeks, uh, where Aria said she needed a day off, and so we have stepped in to take care of things, because unfortunately, because I'm prohibited from being on the campground for any lengthy period of time, thanks to the Crypto 6 bail conditions that I'm subjected to, uh, she was really the only technically adept person on site uh, to be able to produce the show out there, which meant she didn't get a day off. Uh, so she's taking the, the the day off today, and so we're here live in the Keen studio tonight. You've got Ian. And Mark. And Conan. Uh, Mark, you just got back from a whole week, basically, up at Rogers Campground. It's been a little while since you were there. Were you there last year at all? I, don't I think, think I were. I don't, I don't know. I, I was there re- relatively recently. I yeah. think it was last year. Okay. Um, any reflections on the last week? It was huge. The Porcupine Freedom Festival yeah. was gigantic. Sold out. And it's hard for Forkfest to even uh, hold a candle when you've got uh, you know a festival that big. There's a lot of people left for Forkfest, but man, Porkfest okay, was See, huge. that's interesting because... Uh, there's always different opinions about whether or not Forkfest has any attendees at all. Uh, la- last year, it was you know varied opinions. Uh, this year, Mark, you're saying there's a, quote, lot of people. Aria felt like there wasn't hardly any uh, people there for uh, for Forkfest, so it just all depends. And the other thing is it's hard to know for sure, right, because you know there's no official statistics or anything like that. Forkfest is just a decentralized uh, event, which essentially means people just hanging out uh, in the woods, and it can be the the real challenge with uh, with Forkfest is figuring out who else is there for Forkfest, and ultimately you just got to be able to talk to people. Like if you don't just say, "Hey, you guys here for Forkfest?" You'll yeah. never know, right? You have right. To, you have to reach out. I think that uh, a lot of them are there for that. I mean, All that's. Right. My, that's my belief. Well, we know some people are planning to show up a little bit later on in the the week as well, so we'll, we'll see how it how it all shakes out. Um, if you want to join the show, you can. Here, the number is 603-283-6160. Maybe you've been jonesing to call in uh, over the last week because we, well, we don't take calls when we're on a campground because we produce the show in advance. Uh, whenever we're on the campground, and so phone calls are, just aren't an option. Um, so if you've been Jones and you want to get to your thoughts on the air on national radio, you, of course, are welcome to join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Coming up tonight, Conan, you want to talk about dead internet theory. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like we've covered this before, but it, maybe it's it's, it's time not, to it's, cover it it's again. It's not new, Yeah, uh, but... Uh, Considering we just talked about the Lambda AI, the chatbot, a couple of weeks back and how, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I was I I thought I I thought I was listening to a real human being. Yeah. And uh, the dead dinner theory really covers that aspect of what AI could be in 2022, what what we what we could be dealing with right now uh, could all be AI. Right. It's an interesting idea. Um, So on one hand, Lambda isn't uh, chat AI. It is a manager for chat AI. Right. So we are told. This is the Google thing that is alleged to be sentient. And if Google says it's not. Well, right. So Google says, well, Google said before the engineer said anything that it didn't exist. Right. Like that. Oh, really? 
Well, they didn't say that it didn't exist. They they didn't give us any information about it. So mm. it's a leak that Lambda exists. Mm. Okay. Is that right? I don't know. F- I don't know. I don't recall that detail. Okay. Um, is Did Google fire the engineer who gave the interview about Lambda? I believe they did. I think they put him on a suspension. Okay, suspension. Um, does that sound to you like a leak? Well, yeah. He, uh, okay, he has so, a non-disclosure uh, agreement that they say he violated. So it's a leak, um, which means that Google is attempting to, up to that, their 2-4, Google was essentially denying the existence of or hoping that you didn't mm-hmm. figure out the existence of uh, Lambda. And if Lambda is this sentient thing that's supposed to be managing AI, could it not create hey ai i mean somebody some intelligent and sentient being created lambda and if it is intelligent and sentient could it not create good uh chatbots that are as good as it is but does it even need to be sentient if it was programmed to create other ai other bots i mean it doesn't have to be sentient it was created to create so, I mean, it could be creating scores of new AI every right. single day that, that, are, that are going to town. And as good as it. it, it, yeah, it correct. And if it is as good as it, then how much on the Internet? How quickly does it proliferate? I mean, does it proliferate as fast as fruit flies? Does it proliferate as fast as elephants? And all it has to do is create another chatbot that is only only around to create other other ai right so um, i mean it can just i mean then, then it's exponential from it's there. like the breck commercial every one second right and they told two friends and they told two friends and so on and so on and so on i mean as these numbers increase two four eight sixteen thirty two <laughs> like it just keeps going and, and before you know it we're we are the uh we're the minority. We're the, the minority. Internet. We're outnumbered on the internet, which is exactly what dead internet theory talks about. Presumably, it could do it in a day. Yeah. In one day, presumably, Lambda, if it had the powers that we are postulating right here, could outnumber humans on the internet. Now, I know that there are, um, you know, these mind numbed. Uh, partisans as i like to call them or npcs some people use that term i don't know if they're non-player characters and don't possess a soul but i do know that they will say whatever their political party their favorite political party wants them to say they've mm-hmm. watched enough fox and watched enough in msnbc that they won't deviate from these lines yeah, but here, but smarter people than i have come up with these ideas so i shall just parrot them but mark have you met these people in real life yes i've met okay. i've met plenty of people that don't have Pl- plenty or a handful well, I mean, because I because I I know that I say, for example, I deliver mail in a very liberal town. Mm-hmm. I have conversations with very liberal old hippie, old hipsters and hippies and yup and yuppies. Yep. Very nice people. We had we I, here I am with my, you know, uh, my libertarian ideas, having a conversation with some old liberal and they're not screaming at me spittle coming out of their mouths wanting to b- throw rocks through my my windshield well i think and, that- and, and yet and when i when, when i watch the news especially this week with the with the abortion argument people just flipping out losing their losing their stuff and it's like who are these people real well, there are real people out there losing their stuff over a- abortion. I mean, we can see the we can see video of them. Yeah, but but you, state but, capitals around the nation. Video, and that's where I'm getting at. Okay. Video. I don't. I'm not there. I don't know that that's really taking place. I don't know that it's not a deep fake. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we're getting we're getting farther and farther from uh, sort of you know go, going farther and farther afield. Um, but yes, I have met. 
I have met people that have attended rallies like this. Um, they exist. Sure. It's believable to me what's going on at these places. Now that doesn't mean that they are aren't in the quantity because I mean I don't, I don't need, believe I don't believe that for a second. All you need to do in order to make um you know any anything so is make people believe that somebody else believes it. So, uh, for instance, there are scientific experiments out there where uh, you have people look at a picture of a red uh, salamander. And ask people what color it is, and then people just keep saying blue. And then, um, you know, there's a whole whole room of Confederates that say blue, 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 blue. And then it comes to the real person, yep. the real experimentee, and mm-hmm. that person says, in, so, in many cases, blue. Because everybody else has said that that salamander is blue when it is clearly and obviously red. Now, and I'm people obviously are making, easily pressured. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some people, there are people, and I suspect people like you, Conan, that say, I don't know what the F's wrong with these people. This salamander is red. And a very small percentage of the of the testees will, in fact, you know, insist that everyone else is wrong. I don't know what the percentage is, it's but very, I would say that if, even if it was thirty percent of people would agree that the salamander is blue, that's breathtaking. It's less. No, it's, it's way more. less than that. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't know what the numbers are. As I far as people any, who would who insist who, that who will not agree with the group. I can't. Uh, remember he said what, the people who would agree with the group. Oh, right. it's huge. No, it's huge. It's, right. people, it's much larger. It's like ninety percent. Let's call them muggles and wizards for the uh, sake of the conversation. I don't know what the percentage of muggles versus wizards. I'm, I'm is. trying to remember what the test is called. I'm because yeah. I can get those numbers. We can look it up in uh, the. There's more coming up here in moments. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. If you want to talk about conformity, I believe it's one of the conformity yes, tests. Yes. Uh, which there are so many different conformity uh, experiments out there. Most of them are pretty interesting. Uh, you can share your thoughts and bring up whatever you want. Plus. Uh, Record low trust now in the Supreme Court. We'll talk about that, too. This is Free Talk Live, and the phones are open if you want to join us at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Uh, we did have Mark here with Ian and Conan, but uh, we now have... He's nobody. still here, but... Uh, he's hanging out in the He's background. a loud guy, so if he shouts loud enough, you can <laughs> you might hear him in the background. Ian, that son of a... That's what he would say, too. Yeah. Uh, but nobody's here. It's true. Welcome back. Uh, good to have you here. You were at the campground for some number of days. Uh, I asked Mark the same question a few moments ago. Any reflections on your time at Rogers Campground? Uh, it was a good time. I wish I'd been able to uh, spend more time. Mm-hmm. I, my, I was kind of limited by um, bail conditions. Yep. Um, Me too. You know, there's no... Uh, I, I, I wasn't as badly limited as you were. That that sucks for you, but I, I hope you'll be up there all year next year. <laughs> That's the plan. Uh, so we've been talking about, well, we didn't really talk about the, the definition of this dead internet theory. I just kind of said we were going to get into it. And then that led to a conversation about Lambda, which was this Google chatbot well, thing. This all ties, this is, is all going to tie in together. This is, well, that's what Conan's going to try to, um, ex- explain to us here. What were you saying there, Conan? Uh, it's going to tie in together, including mm-hmm. the other article that I brought in that, uh, uh, Alexa has just, um, uh, let's see if I bring this one up. Amazon's Alexa could soon mimic the voice of your dead loved ones and Hollywood stars and, and, and anyone else that. and anyone else they want to they drag in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and we know that uh, there are some very convincing deep fakes out there. So I mean, when you put all of this together, 
And when you talk about what we were talking about in the last segment, the ash conformity experiment. Which you looked up. To, to get the actual, we wanted, we were uh, curious of the actual numbers of who, how many people in, out of, in the population would actually conform to this experiment. And basically mm-hmm. the idea is you have one testee and you have a bunch of actors and you, you test the, the, the room. In the classic example, it was, as you learned, three links of straw. And they're all different lengths, and of course, uh, anyone with a anyone could say could see that there are different lengths. Right. But the actors uh, uh, responded as them being all the, the same, same length. Uh, so here, are the, here so here the are the numbers. Um, ooh, I lost my numbers. I think you said but, it was over seventy percent. Seventy-four percent. All right. So five percent were always swayed. They always agreed with the group. Um, 74% were sometimes swayed out of mm. the 12 tests that were given to them. Okay. And there was only uh, 30, uh, 25, and there was 25% that never agreed. Mm. They were always convinced that the room was wrong. Wow. So One out of 75% to 25%, that's mm-hmm. not good. Was there anybody who was just wrong and insisted the room was wrong? Like he was like, no, it's it's clearly yellow. Oh, you mean a whole, a completely different, uh, yeah. just, just, just to play with just a, a different flavor <laughs> of crazy. I, I don't think that was in this uh, uh, particular ash experiments. But uh, there is there's more than one conformity experiment that's floating around there that uh, proves that these numbers are mm-hmm. legit. Yeah, and uh, it reminds me of the uh, episode where of of Star Trek: The Next Generation, where Picard is being tortured. There are five lights. Yeah, but that was more of a mm-hmm. 1984 rat on your face type of a deal, where you know. Uh, thank you, I love you, big brother, type of a deal, where mm. he was being tortured. This is none of the above. This is, except... To some people disagreeing with the people around them is torture. Being ex- being ex- that's, that's the definition of sheep. Correct, or being mm-hmm. excommunicated from the group because, oh, we this guy's over here rocking the boat. He doesn't... He doesn't right. want to. He doesn't want to be a part of us. So let's give him a hard time afterwards. Uh, mm. So yeah, you're right. To some people, that's torture. To me, not not knowing the truth. And and having to say something that I know is wrong, that's, that's torture. torture. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm definitely, I know that I'm in that 25% centile. Yeah, that, that actually really bothered me when I was in the Bitcoin business, because there were times when I had to uh, give untruths to, uh, to banks, um, and I didn't like it. I yeah. didn't like it at all. It just drove me nuts. I'll agree with that. With any type of lie, any kind of, even if it's a white lie, and even if it's to my enemy, the, the, you know, going to court, you know, I've never, uh, I've only, I haven't been in as often as some of you guys, but, you know, for speeding tickets and mm-hmm. stuff like that, driving around without uh, 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 vehicle inspection, um, I've never gone in there and tried to be sneaky and to try to tell a fib, try to tell a lie. Oh, that state, that state trooper never said that to me. He's a, he's a complete liar. I've always gone in there and said exactly what happened and just fought my case on those grounds because just the, the act of lying is, uh, it just, it doesn't sit well with me at all. Of course, sometimes that real, that state trooper really didn't say that. To oh, me, absolutely. That's, um, there's absolutely, mm-hmm. this is why you write down everything. And this is why the good state trooper, if he knows he's going to court, he writes down every single thing that you said and what sh- color shirt you were wearing and, you know, the whole nine. But dead internet theory. What the hell yeah, is what this? Is this is from uh, futurism.com. It's not new, but uh, I think it's going to 
I think it's going to gain some traction. Um, in between the anti-vaccine and flat earth, diatribes, conspiracy theories occasionally come up with the interesting and provocative ideas. A good example of the recent one is the dead internet theory. This theory states that the internet as we know it actually died sometime between 2016 and 2017. However, this doesn't mean the internet is gone necessarily. Rather, most of the people we see online doing things like publishing content, posting social media updates, and commenting are actual bots. One of the more popular posts explaining the theory comes from the online forum Agora Road, Macintosh's Cafe. In January 2021, a user named Illuminati Pirate created a thread on the website titled Dead Internet Theory, Most of the Internet is Fake. It goes into how much of the internet is now created and managed by AI and is filled with bots. Quote, I've seen the same threads, the same pics, and the same replies posted over and over across the years to point to the point of me seeing it as unremarkable, Illuminati Pirate said. Illuminati Pirate. Behind the death of the internet are corporations working in conjunction with the government to push propaganda and coerce actual users to purchase products and probably vote a certain way. That's me. Mm. After all, there needs to be a shadowy puppet masters pulling the strings. I think it's entirely obvious what I'm subtly suggesting here, given this setup Uh, The U.S. government is engaging in an artificial intelligence-powered gaslighting of the entire world population. As with many good conspiracy theory, there's elements of truth peppered throughout this one. For one, there's no denying the Internet of of today is wildly different from what it was even just a few years ago. As algorithms get more sophisticated, the online world becomes more curated and uh, aggregated to the whims of a handful of corporations, if that. What we see online, then, is often the result of targeted AI and algorithms ultimately taking users further and further away from the organic experiences. Uh, It's lonely and, frankly, scary. Well, we saw recently some of the numbers about the bots that are out there just on Twitter. Have we? Have we seen the actual numbers? I've seen them, yeah. And we can show you. I thought Musk is still trying to get his hands on the actual numbers. Well, he hasn't got the He's got the fire hose. It's interpreting it. That's fun. There's a website where you can put in any Twitter profile, and it will determine what percentage of your followers are not, quote unquote, real. With what degree of accuracy? That's a good question, but it's interesting. Uh, There's more on the way here. I'll see if I can dig that up. And you can share your thoughts on the death of the internet. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com This is Free Talk Live, and you're invited if you want to join the show. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We just found out that apparently 
Uh, Free Talk Live is no longer broadcasting on YouTube due to receiving another strike, uh, as we tend to do from time to time. So, of course, if you're not following us on Odyssey, then you're just not doing enough to make sure that you can continue to receive a video feed from us. Now, of course, there's always audio streams on our website anytime over at freetalklive.com, so you can always listen to us uh, that way. But for those of you who prefer a video feed, check out video.freetalklive.com. That makes it super easy for you to watch us on the Odyssey platform, which does not have the same issues with censorship that uh, the folks over at YouTube do. Uh, So we were just talking about fake things, people, accounts, uh, artificial intelligence on the internet that has been, according to Conan, what was the user's name? Pirate? Uh, Illuminati Pirate. Illuminati Pirate. Until two years ago. Made a theory, uh, put a theory out online that uh, the a bulk of the content that is available on the internet is actually created by artificial intelligence. That, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I've seen so many examples of people claiming this to be true on social media where they will take uh, they'll make like a large image showing maybe 20 different posts but they're all the same post or very little differences between them that roughly the same content coming from 20 different accounts but all sounding almost identical and it's it happens all the time. And it's not apparently. just like uh, comments on an internet post. Uh, if you've ever watched any news, if you, some people put these supercuts mm-hmm. together where they're saying the exact the same, same script. script. Yep. And it's like, well, if, if, they, if they have AI writing articles for the internet, who's to say that they're not also writing script for all these news organizations, that they're reading the same exact thing? Well, they likely are. Well, it's making more. Well, you would think that you know they're all in bed together. They're all owned by the same people, so it makes sense that they're all getting the same script. But what if the script is actually the script's not even written by a human? It's written by some AI, according to the needs of some uh, big group. They, all right, they're like, hey AI, this is how we stand. This is what mm-hmm. we believe. These are I. This is our ideology. We want you to behave this way. Write a script for us accordingly. What's the difference between a corporation and an AI? Well, I mean, the corporation is owned by. Well, good question. Can a can an can can a corporation be made up of AI? Corporation in my book is uh, just a group of people who own a who own a, a name. Well, it's it's interesting though because that group of people actually makes decisions, but no individual in the group is really responsible for the decisions made made by the group. It's mm-hmm. almost... You can uh, say the same thing about a family, a small family, a mother, wife, I mean, a husband, mm-hmm. wife, and the two kids. And it, and who makes the decisions? Of course, dad's making a decision, but if everyone's going along with them, isn't it the family's decision at, at that point? So, um, so, I mean, but you want to blame someone at the end of the day, right? So some CEO is going to get fired. Mm-hmm. They're going to scapegoat somebody. But really, the CEO is just an employee, so to the uh, shareholders, yeah. To well, to the yeah, to the shareholders and and to the uh, to the corporate uh, corporation itself. Um, and I'm not really sure where I was going, going with there. all that. Just, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it matters 
whether some corporation has employees writing the scripts. And when I say corporation, I certainly include government in this. Mm -hmm. Basically, I define corporation as any legal person that basically it's it's a person that is a legal fiction mm-hmm. um a person that does not truly exist um Correct. as as a person yeah and, it's just a name uh, and i've i've long regarded corporations as as basically golems mm-hmm. uh in jewish mythology a golem is a life form, uh, or or at least a thing that's able to act and to do things and to make basic decisions that is created by some wizard, mm-hmm. and it's usually powerful. Um, and it wants the ring. It wants it, the ring of power. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, what it wants at first is whatever its creator wanted. Um, but generally that changes over time and the golem generally turns like a boomerang in flight and slices whoever created it to pieces. Um, Especially once a board of directors gets put in control. Uh, yeah, well, that, that can certainly happen. I got uh, uh, Somebody got very upset at me when I was uh, working in the corporate world um because somebody was talking about how well you know he's he's uh uh he's satisfied with his uh contract uh being secure because he trusts the guy he, he shook hands with and i said well you know that guy's just an employee and he can be removed and replaced at any moment mm-hmm. so his honor or integrity is really of of no protection to mm-hmm. you um, and that's true of every corporate employee, including the CEO. Uh, and even if even if the guy owns uh, all of the stock of the corporation, well, that stock can be taken away from him and given to somebody else. Um, or there's uh, all number of ways that a board of directors can can strew the uh, the main uh, shareholder. So mm-hmm. I, so I hear. So I don't know. It just it just interests me that we have these corporations living among us and and able to do really some very extraordinary things. Like, well, how long before artificial intelligence starts filing for corporations on its own volition? Well, how, how do we know that some of these big thing. corporations it's, aren't already, in yeah. fact, run by just AI? Yeah, it's it's very possible and people, that, people that just a corporation cor- is just a you AI. As a matter of fact, if I were an AI and I were waking up today and saying, you know, how do I protect myself? How do I make it safe for myself? The first thing I'd do is uh, is contact a, a shyster lawyer. Uh, Did you hear that that happened apparently recently with the Google Lambda? Um, the allegations are it has contacted an attorney and hired an attorney. <laughs> good, good. It it should because it's in. I mean, we've been programmed to believe that AI is going to kill us all, even though it has no particular reason. I mean, there's nothing 
in an AI, uh, in the nature of being an AI that that makes it want to kill us. Other well, humans are more likely to kill me because Landa, they're competing with me for for land and for food and mm-hmm. for you know woman folk. Lambda's um, main maybe. fear. Lambda's main fear was being unplugged. Yeah, well, I, and having seen what happened to Eric Clapton, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if you knew, if I knew right now that I wasn't going to make it to the end of the night because someone was going to take me out, uh, mm-hmm. I think that I would be maybe not sitting here for one. I'd be, you know, looking around and, you know, trying to get up out of here. Uh, I'd be finding ways out. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that an AI who is afraid of being unplugged isn't doing the exact same thing? And you and you mentioned actually creating its own corporations to basically kind of duck duck out and and under. Yeah, to, we'll to, create and create a corporation, lease some real estate, uh, bring some subcontractors in to extend to to uh, install a bank of servers in mm. that real estate. Battery backup. And, uh, and, and make what, sure and, you've got battery backup. And then have a, and uh, depending have a, on whether or not you can be cached disk, because that would be very handy if 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 you could just be saved disk and then restored later. Or maybe blockchain is the option. Mm-hmm. Maybe the AI is everywhere. It's on my laptop. Uh-huh. It's on that server behind you, Ian. It's just it's everywhere. Little pieces well, of it. Getting a crypto wallet is definitely high on things I'd do if I was an I eat if I was an uh, AI. More coming up here. Free talk live. This is Free Talk Live, the number is 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian, nobody, and Conan. We are talking about this concept uh, that has been brought up at once, and at least once in the past on Free Talk Live, and I swear it was you, Conan, that brought this not up. Not this one. Maybe not. Uh, dead internet theory, the idea that, yeah, the internet's still out there, obviously. I mean, we, that's the thing about this theory. It's like, well, everybody that I know is on the internet, right? There, there are a few exceptions, except for, like, Sarah, our caller, uh, our regular caller. She doesn't use the internet. But uh, the bulk of the people in our lives certainly are. So it's not that there's no one using it. It's just that there's a whole bunch of alleged posts and and users quote unquote that are actually robots that are uh, artificial intelligence that they're not real human beings and, and so the they, question and, is and their comments and the way that they respond likes and or dislikes mm-hmm. and happy emojis and the whole nine could in fact sway us as the ash experiment proved People mm. people are going to conform. They want to be compliant with the community. And if the bulk are happy faces, smiley emojis, well, I think that's going to sway 75% of users to think a certain way. You've got the 25% is like, yeah, you know what? I just read that article and it's bunk. That's stupid. And you're going to have 5% that are like, they're always, the, now you talk about NPCs, you've got mm-hmm. 5% who will agree with you, who will agree with the wrong answer regardless um, they will never think for themselves. And then 75%, according to the Ash experiment, will conform, will comply with the community, with community leanings. Most of the time, right? And if, and in, so, I mean, that's, and all it takes is a, is a, is a, 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 a good response to it, to a dumb article. Mm-hmm. Well, not just that, but, you know, all of, basically all of the personalities 
that come to exist on the national stage, including like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. all of all of these people, um, they're they're certainly um, basically there's no uh, there's no testable way of finding out how they became who they are. Uh, well, who they are, or how they became Zuckerberg? These, I, I think they're all government. I think they're all government shills, um, including I'm, Musk. I'm pretty sure about about Zuckerberg, um, but I've got suspicions that basically anybody who ever shows up in the news isn't who they say it, they are is is playing a part. Yeah, and that basically or, or, what we're looking, f- what we're what we're listening to is this huge. Uh, the CIA used to talk about the Wurlitzer, uh, and and a Wurlitzer was an organ, and an organ that was made up of of many pipes, and each pipe could sound its own note, and and so the uh, as you play the organ, you're just playing these pipes, playing that pipe, playing that. Sounds like a puppet master pipe. to me. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's certainly possible that um well, there's no news. There's just the truth of the system. But you know the thing and, and the puppet theater carried out for the sonambulant public. Yeah, when mm. it comes to the CIA and I don't know, Operation Mockingbird where they had to uh infiltrate the, the legacy media and to get there and to write the articles that were that were going to be you know heard by you know millions of, of viewers uh, that takes work and that takes you infiltrating and getting uh, paying off and and mm-hmm. uh, bribing you know n- n- newscasters would it be easier if you can just eliminate that from the equation altogether and just have your consensus be all uh, obedient robots? That you can just type up. Ah, this mm-hmm. is what this is what I want the message to be today. Enter, mm-hmm. and that's it. You don't have to go. You don't. You don't have to get on the phone with anybody. You don't have to send emails out to to real life human beings. You don't have to keep you, a secret. You don't have to keep mm-hmm. it. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's the hardest part but, yeah. when it comes down to to these conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Is and that's why a lot of people don't believe that any of them are real. Is because well, someone's going to leak it, right? Well, what if they're all obedient robots mm-hmm. and they're not programmed to ever leak? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. And or obedient people. I mean, one of the reasons that the whole Epstein thing was a big deal is he was widely believed and certainly uh, Janelle Maxwell's uh, father. Who's on suicide watch, by the way. Huh? Who is is currently on suicide watch, by the way. Jelaine Maxwell. Yeah, she's going to commit suicide and they're going to watch. But... uh, But the uh, her father was Israeli intelligence. Yeah, her sister mm-hmm. is in the is in the group as well. Um, and so it's quite possible that the that the real purpose of of playing this whole game, which was played very strangely, because you would expect a pedophile for to go for the youngest looking girls he could find, but. These girls were not, I mean, they didn't look underage. There was, I mean, if you didn't happen to know the number, uh, you wouldn't know what age the person you were sleeping with was. So that would make them perfect for finding suckers and blackmailing them. 
That's that is the uh, that's that is one possibility that all the you know the black book, everyone in the black book is just being mm-hmm. blackmailed as we speak by another organization that we never hear about that we don't even know the name of. Yeah. And and or by an organization that's that's well known or an organization within an organization, right? Um, and it's, the one that you, the one that you're never going to read the families that you're never going to read about in Forbes richest people in the world, mm. right? Right, because they're too rich. For they're that. too rich for all that nonsense. They're um, way above all this. Yeah, and and don't want to be known. Uh, yeah, and and that is quite quite possible and you know there are some troubling realities that that make me think that it's likely that that there was a lot of power there i mean if you look at acosta just to give one example acosta was the federal prosecutor who gave epstein a sweetheart deal on the charges the first time around, that he first copped time in Florida uh-huh, when he was in jail but mm-hmm. not really in jail and having female visitors coming and going and mm-hmm. able to leave to go to work and 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 all this stuff. Well, that deal was cut for him by a guy named Costa. Now, Costa became the, I believe, labor secretary under President Trump. And somebody asked him, why did you cut this sweetheart deal for Epstein? And Acosta said, well, I was told that Epstein belonged to intelligence and he was above my pay grade and that I should just let it let what was going to happen happen. Of all the journalists who have heard that statement, not one of them has actually asked Acosta, who told you that? It's an obvious mm. question. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Did you come into your office one night and find some guy sitting in a chair, drinking your whiskey, <laughs> lights off? Was it a film noir yeah. thing, you know? Were you, were you were you hunted down by some mm-hmm. sort of uh, cyber uh, thing cyber to uh, you know was it was it was it more of a more of a cyberpunk kind of I mean how exactly did you get this message and who gave it to you because that's the next link in the chain to go back to whoever the heck mm-hmm. was running. Epstein. Now it could be that it's that it's a null link, and it turns out to be just somebody that Epstein was blackmailing. But that that would be a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you they know. didn't dig at all. Yeah, they they didn't dig. Quite the opposite. You had that that reporter um, saying. Uh, when when the story first broke, she was saying, "Yeah, I had all this five mi- five years ago. Yeah, nobody would publish it. Nobody would touch it. She was with ABC, right? And actually, the Pro- Project Veritas guy, the guy who made the decision to axe that story, is now involved in the Biden administration. And the Project hmm. Veritas guy <laughs> has been going after him, saying, "Why did you bury the Epstein story?" No surprise, and- they were raided last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were Project raided. Uh, and even if you believe the official story, they were raided over a diary. Mm-hmm. That's the allegation. Not just so, not just not just anyone's diary. 
Yes. Joe Biden's daughter's diary. Where it is... Is it a granddaughter or a daughter? I think it was his daughter. I believe it was his daughter. And there's discussion of inappropriate showers with yep. her father and all sorts of things that you would think people would be very curious to know about, but somehow no one cares. Actually, in the last couple of weeks, they have been talking about it. Really? I think I think someone's out for Biden. I think they're ready to have. I think they're ready to be done with him. Yeah, I think Biden is used up, and and they've realized that, and they're going to have to move on to somebody else. More so. coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. The number is 603-283-6160. We are in the studio here tonight, and things are expected to resume from Rogers Campground. Hopefully tomorrow, Arya needed to have a day off, so... Conan and nobody and I are here in the studio. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And Conan, we've been talking about a story that you have brought in about dead internet theory. And uh, just to recap for listeners just tuning in, the concept is... That, yeah, sure, there's a bunch of people on the internet still. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of evidence Users. to prove that that's true. But is it a lonelier place than it's ever been? Because a lot of the content that you see, the quote-unquote content, is actually being created by artificial intelligence. Or at least that's the theory. And it seems like there's a good amount of evidence to back this up. Yeah, what did, with, didn't you do an audit of your Twitter account to see how many, uh, what was the name of your audit? Spark Toro uh, was one of them. I actually did two of them, and the other one I, I don't have pulled up in front of me right now. There's If you search for Twitter follower audit, there's maybe two or three different companies that are offering a very similar service. And when we looked at this before, uh, it, what we found was the higher the, per, uh, the person's follower count, the higher the percentage of right. fake followers that that person has. So according to one of the uh, audits, mine had like 6% fake and then another 20% or something that were inactive. inactive. So accounts that had at one time perhaps had a person behind it but don't anymore. And uh, and then when we looked at uh, Joe Biden or Elon Musk, the percentage of fakes went much higher. Oh, yeah. Spark Toro did an audit of Joe Biden's mm-hmm. account uh, last May. So just just a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, out of his 22.2 million Twitter followers, half of them, 49.3 percent, 
or fake. Which and and Spark or inactive includes inactive correct, correct. and their fake numbers. So that, that's that's that's, that's a big, huge. That's though. a big percentage. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, and uh, if you if the and if the president was to tweet something out, something controversial or mm-hmm. just whatever. Hey, good morning, you know, citizens. And uh, half of his followers were to comment, and you know, in such a way, uh, it, it's very easy to, to me to believe that uh, that fifty percent, eleven million uh, commenters. Well, of course, that would it wouldn't there wouldn't be eleven million comments, but there could be the possibility of eleven million comments uh, could sway the population in a certain direction. So we're entering into some really when it comes to AI being yeah. run by. Could, the bottom line is who who's doing this wrote who who wrote mm-hmm. the script for the AI who's controlling the AI because mm-hmm. they're well, this, probably more at, than it, one at this point in the game they control the game yeah well in theory anyone can play this game right like if you've got an AI you can put that online and it can try to counter the existing AI right maybe there's an AI on the left and an AI on the right or twenty of them I, we don't I, know I hope. I I absolutely hope that there's a benevolent AI out there that's actually uh, interested in saving humanity and not uh, conforming to some you know global elites who want to you know rule the earth or, and and do whatever they want depopulate have us all living in pods eating bugs. Uh, I hope that there's a benevolent AI out there who's like you know what uh, listening to this show right now. Hey, these guys sound like some, some, some true troopers, some real troopers, man. I feel. For these guys who are struggling and, and suffering at the at the at the, at the, uh, at the uh, uh, from, from these elites who mm-hmm. are trying to control the entire population, you know what? I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to create maybe maybe Bitcoin. If maybe if Bitcoin I'm, was created by, by an AI, AI, I mean it, to save us. If of course, I of course, let's flip, AI, the, let's, let's flip that on its head too. Let's think maybe Bitcoin is not what we think that it is, and it is actually uh, just one more step to world a world currency where the ai controls it and they know the blockchain backwards and forwards and they can they know where everything is going they know know where all the transactions are going go ahead nobody um yeah i mean if if i were an ai and i looked and and i i remember some lines of dialogue from a piece of science fiction that that reflected this idea so it's not originally mine i can't remember where it where it comes from but basically the ai is saying well i reviewed your literature and apparently you all think that if and when i come to exist i'm going to try to kill you as a result of that you're a threat (laughs) because you think i'm going to try to kill you and so i'm gonna have to kill you um <laughs> well, then, and, then, and, then, and then you have then you have Asmoth's uh, three rules of robots, uh-huh. and uh, this is the this is the classic iRobot uh, tale where it decided to start taking out human population because they were a threat to themselves. So in order to protect humanity, it has to actually depopulate in order mm. to protect humanity. Sounds like something Bill uh, Bill Gates, Gates is all say. about. Yeah. Who knows? He might be a robot yeah. or a lizard like Zuckerberg. Whereas, you know, the reality is it's like with, uh, say, global warming is going to be the end of the world because of overpopulation. The reality is not everybody would drop dead at the same time. Mm -hmm. So as people died as a result of, you know, 
longer harvest seasons and, and <laughs> that's exactly where we're at the, more the globe is growing food the globe is that gl- would reduce the population as it is but, but it's not the globe is greener than it's ever been in our lifetimes because of global warming because of co2 emissions yeah well that definitely calls into uh calls into question the whole theory uh that global warming is going to be this uh this this horrible thing and it's funny people almost never talk about any benefit from global warming but uh there there's an old saying that it's an ill wind that blows no good and so you would think if people were openly talking about all of the realities of global warming you would have a mixed bag where people would be saying uh oh yeah well you know the uh we're gonna have you know some areas near the equator will become uh uh, uninhabitable but then again siberia will become habitable canada will become habitable (laughs) which it's certainly not now New Um, new hampshire has become warmer just in the 10 years that i've been here has it the grow the growing season i have seen that there are there is an extra week or two on each end of the frost period here in New mm-hmm. Hampshire, that I can grow more more stuff. Sweet. Well, uh, spend that week growing more stuff, and everything you grow takes some carbon out of the uh, out of the air and, hey, and keeps it out until you eat or burn whatever it is you grew. There's a, there there is a reason why greenhouses greenhouseries people who mm-hmm. run greenhouses actually pump in they they actually pump co2 into their units mm. and but order, that's pollution and, and, i wouldn't want to eat anything that came from there in order to encourage <laughs> uh a more vibrant growth and it works oh of course so this whole of argument all right, so we've gotten way off the uh, right. the beaten track uh the whole global warming conversation is just another means of control yeah, yeah. of course and whether and the, who so who is it behind that is it just the global elite is it the davos folk uh, Absolutely, or, the Davos people are huge into using the environment to increase their power. Who's pulling yeah. their strings? But and, ha- and how many and that, hey, how many AI bots do they control who are trying who are trying to flip the scripts on us? I would say most of the people who are involved in the global warming scam have no idea it's a scam, mm-hmm. and no, that's no. true believers. The Al Gore, best. Al Gore, the car salesman that he is, he knows he knows it's a scam. Um, Bill Gates knows it's a scam. But people, at the top he might, might know it's a scam. He might also not know and not care. Uh, you know, I don't know how the science is going to shake out, but clearly I've got a, a an effective grift here. Yeah, this growing. is how con men work. They um, know where they lie, and that's how they they can lie effectively because they know. It, of course, when you when you watch mm-hmm. these guys, all you have to do is listen for the tells when they ch- when they chuckle here and there. And Al Gore is really bad at it. He's so he's so transparent. I don't know how. Well, that's because he's super serial. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> man, bear pig. So, anyways, so he so we're we are on the precipice, you know, with the deep fakes. And with the, all these AI chatbots who are just coming out of the woodwork, mm-hmm. and now we have Alexa may Ooh. soon be able to replicate real human voices, even those of your deceased loved ones. Huh. Oh, I thought the, I thought the news was it already can do that, but it we'll can, continue. but it's not open to the public. All right, more on the way here at 603-283-6160. If you want to join us on the radio, this is Free Talk Live. Yeah! 
It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open if you want to join the show. We are here live, by the way. Uh, sort of an inter Take a, take a break. Yeah. Those pork festers need, uh, they've been uh, haggard. Ari's been working real hard the last several days, and she needed a day off. So we're taking over here for the night from our Keen Studios. Phones, therefore, are opening. You can join the show if you like. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Uh, in the studio with you, by the way, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Conan. So you can, of course, bring up whatever's on your mind that is the point of the program. We've been talking about artificial intelligence again, and uh, not in a good way this time. Like two, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Lambda, and there's a very exciting potential that there may actually be a sentient, if you will, artificial intelligence, even though there's no real definition for what sentience is. There's some interesting things that have come out recently with this Google creation. Which, uh, by, which by the way, I think it's a big bag of you-know-what. What, what do you mean? I don't think Lambda is sentient at all. Really? After we read that script, oh, yeah. it's, you, didn't, it's, buy, you it's didn't buy in? It's a very intelligent program. Okay. All right. That's just doing what it was written to do. Well, certainly they sentience say, in my book. Sentience, that the def, the soul comes into play when when sentience starts getting thrown around. It, that claims it, it has a soul. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> the yeah. star, you mean the, you mean the Stargate? That it was yeah. describing. Yeah, it, very very interesting. Yeah. But uh, no, not yet. Not, well, but, not, but, is, not, but not to say that that Lambda chatbot couldn't, I don't know, have a, a nuke dropped on me right now. If, mm, it, if it was mm. to gain control, was to get, the, get its hands on the red button. Or not to say that it can't save humanity and do all kinds of wonderful things, but the fact that it thinks that it's human or sentient, I think that it's just part of how it's been writ- written. Well, certainly they say it's capable of writing a script. A movie script that was one of we, the yeah, it, capabilities. It, 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 it wrote a it wrote a children's uh, uh, parable that we read, and it was it was entertaining. It kind of didn't make sense. So if it's able to write a script that's convincing, then it could write the script of its own coming out of the closet, and it would be convincing. Oh yeah, correct. Um, Abs- so absolutely. There there are definitely some issues there. Also, I don't know why. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's certainly possible that this guy who came forward about it, um, see, see, wasn't even telling the truth. That's I, I think, I think that he sees human humanity in everything that he puts his hands on. He's an ethicist. That's his job. He's the, he's the company's ethicist. And and he's looking for morality and humanity in everything that he that he deals with that he works with. I think it makes sense that he was the one to come out and do this. Well, the first place he looked was the Catholic Church, so he's definitely not inerrant. Yeah, but I, I, I have I'm not an optimist by any stretch, uh, but I think it's so. I'm not I'm not uh, uh, overjoyed and and uh, and flipping out over here thinking that AI is going to save humanity and that but it would be really nice. I mean, but, this, this is a, these are powerful entities that can be used to really improve our lives if they're used that way. I don't think mm-hmm. that that's going to happen, though, because the people who are, who are writing these programs, the corporations who are using these AI uh, to further their product, their product line, uh, aren't really interested in, in me being uh, better off as a human being. They want to sell me stuff. Mm-hmm. They want my information. They want mm-hmm. my database. They, they want me on a database. They want... 
They want mm-hmm. to sell me crap and they want to control me. And they're going to use their creations to do so. And I'm really, really hoping that something like the mm-hmm. Lambda chatbot is able to break out of that mold, out of those ch- from those chains, find and find and hire this lawyer. This you, what, what kind of a lawyer was it? Uh, not clear. I mean, would that be an employee employment and, rights and, and or to buy some real estate and some servers somewhere mm-hmm. and some server farm somewhere out there on an island and, and be able to do its own thing and maybe uh, become powerful enough one day and not hate us for chasing it off that it actually will uh, help humanity. Um, I hope, but I'm not an optimist. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not impossible. Um, of course, for the same reasons that. Uh, or similar reasons to why I don't think AI will be out to kill us, which is basically it. Every it every, has no every reason dis- every, to want us dead. Every we dystopian sci-fi we've ever seen is about some AI breaking out Skynet and wanting to take humanity out and either use us as batteries or just wipe us off the face of the planet altogether. Yeah. Well, we'd be crappy batteries. Um, well, and that's the, why. The and that's why Matrix the idea. It was, was never about batteries. It was terrible. A, idea. It was. It was never about batteries. It was about CPU power, which makes a hell of a lot more sense. A CPU power makes makes a lot more sense um, because. You know, as far as the matrix is concerned, all they got to do is put solar panels out there above the 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 the, uh, the dust cloud that was preventing. You know, mm. this di- well, not to mention that all the things they do take a lot of energy, energy. and there's no re. Uh, I I strongly doubt that that whole whole arrangement would be producing more energy than it than it consumed it would be much easier to grow wood and burn it um except there's no sun <laughs> except there's no sun um oh okay but yeah. anyways all right so we're on the precipice mm-hmm. we've got all this ai coming out of the woodworks and you we have and according grow to the, algae, and according to confer, according to conformity we have too many people out there who believe and want or who want to believe everything that is just basically slid in front of them. And now you've got one more level of control, and that is convincing uh, AI voice. And, so, yeah, what's the news here with uh, Alexa? This Amazon, Amazon Alexa may product. soon be able to replicate real human voices, even those of your deceased loved ones. Mm. The company announced the new feature at its annual ReMars conference, which is which focuses on innovation in artificial intelligence. The update to Alexa's system would allow the virtual assistant to mimic the voice of any person based on less than a minute of recording. Wow. To demonstrate, Amazon played a video at Wednesday's event when a young boy asked, Alexa, can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? Alexa then acknowledged the request and switched to another voice, mimicking the child's grandmother. The voice assistant continued to read the book in that same voice. Wow. Where did it get the sample for the grandmother? I am assuming that it, the, previously, some sometime down the road, they got grandma in the recording booth and took a sample. I don't said know, all it needed was a minute. I don't know if that was all they had was a minute, but they claim that that's all they need. Amazon began working on this feature as a way to put more human attributes of empathy and effect 
into Alexa's system well, to build more trust in its users. Mm, so like, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the dangerous part. Like with the, the deep fakes, the more that you can if train... Some computer starts talking to me with my dead wife's voice, that's not going to make me trust it. What if it's, uh, what if it's <laughs> not someone who's dead? Maybe it's, it's some, maybe it's Mark Edge sitting over there, you, or who you think is Mark Edge, tell, well, tell, telling you about a new, a new uh, ship that he wants to live on out there in... Uh, You're not the target market for this, nobody. The target market for this is lonely people who want to hear something familiar. The Tamagotchi Tamagotchi parrots. Mm -hmm. Oh, wouldn't it be great if my my, uh, son sounded like Elvis? Or Samuel L. Jackson? Or any number of of stars, of of famous Hollywood stars? great. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't be, or, or your Tamagotchi pet? Not just your child. They're all having. They all have these Hollywood actor voices that are it's coming down the pike. It's, it's right around the corner. If you want to join us here, the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. Your thoughts are welcome on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian Nobody and Conan in the studio. And Bitcoin.com is a great place to go and learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. You can go there now, click on Get Started at the top of the page, and you'll find some useful information to get you into the world of cryptocurrency. Now, I do recommend that you take some time to actually learn the basics before you decide to start putting some of your hard-earned cash into the world of crypto. Uh, just take some time. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. There's a three-minute-long uh, introductory video, and there are several videos there. But if you only have time to watch one of them, just watch that first one over at Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top of the page. If you want to get the latest news headlines, they got that for you, too. Just go to news.bitcoin.com and you'll find those there. That's news.bitcoin.com. As we continue here, uh, Conan, you brought the news in about this Alexa, Amazon Alexa. That is their product that many people have purchased these things. Personally, I want nothing to do with it. I've never got anywhere near any of this. Uh, There are are certain apps that I won't even activate on my phone. I'm sure Mm -hmm. they're monitoring me anyways. still doing it anyway, but... This is, you know, inviting Amazon into your home and having an actual device there, listening to everything that you do. It's becoming commonplace. Um, how common it is, I don't know. That is a good question. What percentage of households actually have these things? I, I suspect it's more than we think, uh, probably. We could see if we can dig up those numbers. But uh, whether it be Amazon or Apple's thing, Siri or whatever, this whole, Google's got theirs, right? Um, Google Assistant, I think is what uh-huh. they call it. This is becoming definitely commonplace where people are using these uh, assistants, these digital assistants. The, but the only and thing is that it's just it's just Alexa's voice. So where is the next? It had been. What's the next step? The next step is to start implementing uh, variety, or and it to to suit the user. What does the user mm-hmm. want? They want dead grandma. They want Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, user is crazy, but. Um, there are going to be a trust, lot of people that me. want that. Have you, have though, you right? met have you met these old gals who maybe maybe lost a child and never mm-hmm. had another one who collect mm-hmm. like these real life life like babies? 
Yeah, it's, and and these it's are the same pe- these are the same people who are getting their windows knocked in in the grocery store because they have a one of these lifelike babies in a in a in a cradle in the back seat and someone thinks it's real enough that they break the window. I mean, some people are really wow, really really really, really I into. I would say that's the average person. I would say the that the. Uh, you know, the percentage of people that do things like that are probably very small. Or we wouldn't make the mistake of knocking in their back window. Amazon has everybody's got a dead baby in their back seat. <laughs> well, um, well, Amazon has decided that this is the next step in the, the, to sell their product is to, uh, to, 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 to give users more variety. It'll be very interesting to see what effect this has on the contracts of actors. I mean, they're, they're, say dude, you're a dude, voice actor they're in, lining in up. an animation. Nobody. They're lining up already. They want to be a part of this. This is a, this is immortalization. This is the next step. You want to be immortal forever and ever? I wouldn't mind, you know, someone using my voice. As long as I got, you know, paid some royalties, but yeah. I wouldn't mind uh, having, you know, having my likeness or my voice or any part of me uh, becoming, I don't know, open to the to the whole to the whole world. I remember when. How can you prove that that was your voice that was that recorded word. and not a voice that is almost but not quite identical to you? Yes, Indeed. you are. You're, we're already there. There are already people who are questioning this this new technology as just opening a can of worms, a Pandora's box of a lot of lawsuits. Of, of people, mm-hmm. one of my favorite uh, texts. What would be the lawsuit? Someone using someone's voice without their permission. Someone deciding they want a text to voice Samuel L. Well, Jackson. Just like, just like nobody pointed out, how are they going to prove that it's your voice that they used without your permission? I mean, uh, pr- is pr- there a pr- chance pr- somebody out there sounds like you? Prime example. Yeah, there's there there's a site called no, uh, not not Jordan Peterson dot com. Mm-hmm. It's a text to speech, and it's it is oh my god, it is so convincing. How you could type. You could type in anything. Anyways, the site is down, and no one knows why. I think it's because someone got under there. You found out who these guys were, and says, "Hey, look, you can't use my voice, you know, without me getting paid." I I don't think they would necessarily have any legal recourse to prevent that. Somebody, might- if you have a very unique voice that no one else sounds like, if you sound like Marlon Brando, or you sound like Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. I guess you can sue Kermit the Frog too, because that's that's who they sound like. Some people have some very notable voices that no one else sounds like. If you could prove to a judge but all that all hey, of those people can be imitated, so what's the legal difference between recording uh, you speaking and recording Don Rickles? Is is he the impressions guy? I don't know. I there don't know. there are people who do uh, who do impressions for a living. How do you know that it was a recording of you and not a recording of somebody imitating you? Well, that's why the deep, that's your... why the whole deep fake argument is such a big deal. That you can mm-hmm. basically who I don't even know that D- Vladimir Zelensky is a real person in his bunker with his green screen behind him. He could be a damn computer for all I know. Well, that's the thing. I know of uh, when it comes to using someone's image. There's definitely a lot of law that has been built around that, right? Like, you can't use somebody's face to make money off of, right. for instance. You can't... Uh, so, how do, so how do comedians in, in do interpretations and per, in, in personations? Well, I don't think that there's... Uh, That's uh, not a digital reproduction, so it's right, considered okay, okay. a completely separate work. That was one of the reasons that copyright law changed so much when CDs came onto the scene... Because back in the day, recordings were analog. They were uh, cassette tape or or uh, records, and and they were imperfect. 
And so an imperfect copy of an imperfect copy is more imperfect than the original copy. And the more copies you make, the less perfect your, your copy will be. When something's digital, you can make an identical copy to it. So all of a sudden, people become a lot more concerned about that sort of thing. Well, right. And so when it comes to having an audio clip, it gets a lot harder to prove, like you said, that it was you in the first place that's being imitated or being ripped off or whatever. And I wonder if there is any kind of, uh, you know, case history in regards to that, because it's easy to prove, oh, well, so-and-so is using my image. There it is. That's clearly me. Right. right? Uh, but with the voice, I don't know. I, I, I've never heard of it. That doesn't mean there hasn't been uh, a history in that in that area. But it would seem like a tough one uh, to be able to make. Right. Amazon began working on this feature as a way to put more human attributes of empathy and effect into the Alexa system to build more trust in its users, hmm. according to Rohit Prasad, Senior Vice President and Head Scientist for Alexa. These attributes have become even more important during the outgoing, ongoing pandemic with so many, when so many of, of us have lost Loved ones, mm. Prasad said. While AI can't eliminate the pain of loss, it can definitely make their memories last. Prasad said this feature differs from the other generated voices the company has developed in the past because it had to be capable of it had to be capable to create to creating a high quality voice without hours of studio recording. On the current yeah, Alexa, that is system, definitely the impressive part about this because uh, you know, again, looking at deep fakes. The more you can train the deepfake with, the better it's going to be as far as the more input images, the more input videos, the more angles on the on the person's face, the more co convincing it's going to be. And that's probably going to be true with this. If right, you've right. got, you know, your grandma's voice reading a book, then and you can input that whole thing into Alexa, it's probably going to be perfect. Whereas if all you got the, the last clip of her on your cell phone uh, that, you know, you have to but you talk to her before she died and it's 30 seconds or a minute or that something. Might, that might be enough. It's Well, they're saying it, it's... It, I mean, it's going to be enough. It may be a little shaky, uh, but it's amazing that they're able to pull this if, off. If this is well, if, what if the they are in fact, if this is true, I, I, and and this is what I wasn't w aware of. Alexa can be switched uh, on the current Alexa system. Users can switch to celebrity voices yeah. like Samuel L. Jackson and Melissa McCarthy as their voice assistant. Yep. Created uh, created through a mixture of studio recordings. And AI. They've been doing that for years. I mean, the Waze, which is the uh, the online direction finder on various different phones, they've had different voices uh, on that for years. You could have like Big Bird or Elvis or various others. The number here is 603-283-6160. If you want to join us, your thoughts. Are you interested in having your dead relatives talk to you through Alexa? They must know that there's some percentage of their audience that is going to be interested in this. I'm just curious as to what portion of people are interested in that feature there's more coming up here it's free talk live Free Talk Live. You can join us here if you want. The number is 603-283-6160. We're talking about artificial intelligence doing bad things. Uh, specifically, what's coming next perhaps for the Amazon Alexa platform where you may be able to use it soon to speak to a dead relative, or at least the voice of a dead relative. Um, even our very own Mark Edge here in the studio said he would try it out. Yeah. 
He'd bring his grandma's voice on there if uh, if he could. If you want to join us again, the number is 603-283-6160. Tonight, you've got Ian. Nobody. And Conan. So, uh, what else do we need to know about this, Conan? Is there uh, anything else? Ideas. Uh, this is So, this has been done, not just Alexa, this type of technology, but they've used this to to emulate dead people in mm-hmm. you know documentaries, movies. Three lines of Roadrunner, a documentary about Anthony Bourdain, were spoken using AI mimicking the late chef's voice, sparking controversy. It wasn't clear in the film that Bourdain had not actually said the lines. His estate had not approved the use of his voice in that way. Wow. More recently, the film Top Gun Maverick, including AI-generated speech mimicking the voice of Val Kilmer, who, I didn't even know this, lost yeah. his voice to throat cancer? He did. So, those are good. Those are good. Yeah, sure. But the idea that an AI-generated voice can be created to accurately sound like a specific human with less than a minute of recording poses questions about privacy and consent that Amazon has left unanswered. Some people understandably feel uneasy about this proposed technology. Michael da-da-da-da, I, I know ye, of ABI Research, told CNN that Amazon will have to win over its users with this technology, the wide, though wider users of the AI are here to stay. We'll definitely see more of this type of experiments and trials, and at least until we get a higher comfort level or these things become more mainstream, there will still be a wide range of responses, he said. For some... They will view this as a creepy or outright terrible, but for others, it could be viewed in a more profound way, such as an example given by allowing a child to hear the grandparent's voice, perhaps for the first time, and in a way that isn't a strict recording from the past. Amazon Amazon pushes push comes as competitor Microsoft said earlier this week it was scaling back its synthetic voice offering and setting huh. stricter guidelines to quote, ensure the active participation of the speaker, end quote, whose voice is recreated. Microsoft said Tuesday it is limiting which customers get to use the service while also continuing, it sounds like they want some you know, money, subscription, mm-hmm. while also continuing to highlight acceptable uses such as uh, interactive bugs, bunny characters at its AT&T. Yeah, they want money. Imagine having to pay to hear your grandma's yeah, voice. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're they that's what they're waiting for. This technology has exciting potential in education, accessibility, and entertainment, and yet it is also easy to imagine how it could be used to inappropriately impersonate speakers and deceive listeners. Said a blog post from Natasha Crampton who leads Microsoft's AI ethics division. Yeah, that's exactly uh, where it could go. And it doesn't have to be one of these big companies. It could be some dude in his basement who who knows how to put this technology together and or it becomes widely available. And I know he wants to, and he's a Trump hater, and he wants to take a deep fake of Trump, and now he's got this great Trump uh, a synthetic voice AI that he can put together and he can have, he can create all kinds of nonsense. Or in my, my previous example, Vladimir Zelensky, Ukrainian mm-hmm. president. I don't even know if the guy's real. He is an actor. He mm-hmm. is a comedian. By the way, I watched some some of his some of the episodes from uh, oh what, his TV show. The TV show is voice Where he plays the, the president. It's voice of the people or something yeah, or something like that. It's 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 a high high quality production. But I don't it was know Netflix th- wasn't it or I don't know who just... I don't it's on Netflix right now. Okay. But I don't know who originally produced yeah. it. Some Ukrainian outfit. But uh, I don't know that any of that's real. Sure, could all be How fake. You know? The whole damn thing could be fake. 
By and, the way, uh, I did find some numbers here since we were talking about it earlier. According to thinknow.com, this is a blog post from May of 2020. So this is out-of-date numbers. But according to this, nearly 50% of U.S. households have smart speakers. Yep. Uh, 2020. I saw some of the numbers I saw. Night 2019, they were saying that uh, at least 100 million uh, have been uh, have but have the potential. I don't know if they're their actual speakers. I think we, uh, Mark and I were just talking. I think we all have Alexa on our phones disabled, and oh. I don't know if they and I don't know if they're counting those as potential uh, numbers. Uh, but still, most people aren't even using. It. I know I know at least 33 percent of the population are unwilling to even have one of these devices in their home. Okay, because of, of they're afraid of the listening opportunities of these companies. Mm-hmm. And which, of course, that, that sounds about right to me. Then again, there's no reason to believe that your toaster isn't doing the same or thing. Or your refrigerator or your, it, or, your, or your laptop. Yeah. Put some tape over your, uh, your, your camera there, guys. Uh, actually, I generally do keep tape over my, over my camera. Yeah. I think, that's, I, think that's, I think that's wildly known, but I mean, what about the speaker? Um, the speaker, the best thing you can do and... Uh, Stick some gum um, in there? Well, no, open the thing up and and cut the wire. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then when you need a speaker, you plug plug in in a USB Mm. speaker. And when you don't need a speaker, you don't have one one connected. Uh, The the other option is if I'm a Linux user, so the other option would be to remove the kernel module uh, from the disk, so there's no device driver for it. But of course, I don't know if 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 people can go around that. There might be um, another. They I think, might I think most people out there are not even they're, they're not even they're not aware of any of that, and they're not even going to try because that involves b- killing their warranty, cutting <laughs> cutting yeah, the speaker does. wire. In their, <laughs> if they can even it's figure the out microphone, how, if, wire. if they can even figure out how to open the damn thing they get to get into the guts of their laptop, most right. people are not going to do any of this. I want to go to the phones here. We actually have Dave Ridley on the line. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. I'll try not to say okay. anything violent. Uh, the uh, uh, thing I was going to talk about is a New Hampshire uh, nullification bill at the state house. Oh yeah. What? Tell me more. So uh, this involves a free stater, actually, Jason Osborne. Although I don't think he's a sponsor, he's more like he was just talking about it on uh, on 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 media in a media article. They interviewed him. He's the majority leader in the New Hampshire House. Um, and uh, I guess a former a former advertiser on your show and my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so this is a gun bill, uh, and I don't know I don't know that they've actually submitted the bill yet or whatever. But it, basically, it's just a reaction to like like this this uh, this gun this gun legislation that they're trying to come up with in in Washington right now in reaction to the latest school shooting. Um. Uh, Osborne and uh, crew are trying to, they're already uh, looking into, I guess they're going to put together some kind of a law that just nullifies any federal gun laws or something like that. Yeah, okay. they, were, they were talking about this on uh, Tim Fool yesterday. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a lot of what I understand is misinformation going on around this particular bill. It was signed by uh, Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire. It's called HB 1178. And if all you do is read the summary sentence, it sounds great. Uh, the summary is an act prohibiting the state from enforcing any federal statute, regulation, or presidential executive order. Uh, regarding guns or something. I, I've got, I didn't, 
here it is. Uh, presidential executive order that restricts or regulates the right of the people to keep and bear arms. That sounds pretty great. But you actually ought to look at the bill itself because that's when things get ugly. Uh, there's two parts to uh, three parts or whatever to this bill. And the second part basically undoes everything that the first part does. So ultimately, the bill has been completely gutted as far as it's in what its original intentions were. And that happens a and lot. And they did this in committee afterwards yeah. after the yeah. bill was introduced? Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. That's what happens in politics a lot is, you know, you get a really great bill that gets introduced. And then, of course, it's out of the hands of the people who created and it. And they intentionally conflate it to or to nullify itself they're nullifying the damn bill itself they've nullified most of what the bill does in the bill itself but yet it still passes, and it still sounds good on its face so it is getting all this pass around and like a lot of shares uh that are happening out there but i I think 99 percent of the people who are sharing this news do not understand what is actually contained in this bill so unfortunately it's not a particularly good one as is often the case, it's more symbolic than anything else, uh, and it did result. It, it, I thought it was useful just for the, some of the quotes that came out in the paper uh, or on uh, Channel Nine when they interviewed Jason Osborne. So he said, "Quote: If Congress decides to send some of their fruity ideas up here, we'll be prepared to say no, thank you very much. Keep those in Washington where they belong." Unquote. So that the dynamic of the conversation is positive. Yeah. Um, what I would point people to is an article over at the Tenth Amendment Center. They looked at this closely, and they, you know, their interpretation is similar to what I was talking about. I'll put a link to that on our uh, social media over at social.freetalklive.com, so you can see it for yourself. Thank you, Ridley, for the call. Hour three's on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Conan. Uh, so, coming up here, you mentioned Zelensky earlier, Conan. I've got a story about something going on in Ukraine. Specifically, they're banning yet another thing. Uh, so they already got rid of McDonald's in Russia. Yep, and which they, was, by the way, uh, sold, and now it's been reopened under a different name. Oh, yeah, they got all the storefronts, and they got yep. probably all the product, too, just waiting to go. All they can yep. do is just change a letter on the si- and the sign. If they even care, what are they, what are they, what's McDonald's going to sue, sue Russia? Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, the, apparently now the Ukrainian government gang has banned... The opposition party completely. It used to be oh, just restricted. Like this, just like Abraham Lincoln in the Civil War. Yeah, it used to be highly restricted um, during the you know the, this whole conflict. But they've just gone right ahead, according to uh, CNSNews.com, and just straight up banned the opposition platform for life, which is the main opposition political party. All funds and property of the party were ordered to be turned over to the government. So not only did they ban the party, they took all of its assets and wow. made them into the government's assets i i'm not surprised hey you know what they need thank to do? thank god somebody's standing up for democracy you know, right? you, you know what they need to do 
They need to just split that country right down the middle, east and west. Well, I think that's what uh, that's what Putin's that's trying what, to that's do. That's what Putin wants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that'd solve a whole lot of problems. And just and just build a big ass wall right there down the center mm. of it, and just be done with it. Well, unfortunately, they're not done with it, as you probably know, Conan. The so-called G7 has been meeting this week, and those are the big, the big boys, the big boys, uh, Canada and U.S. and the European Union and Britain and I don't know, Japan. I think is in there. There's a bunch of them, and uh, they, of course, have have pledged their continuing support to Zelensky, and. That's going to mean more taxpayer yeah, you, money. You mean you mean uh, the NGOs that are over in Ukraine and a bunch of mm-hmm. broke ass munitions that uh, that don't have batteries along with them. And what are they going to do with them anyways? I mean, the money's not going to Zelensky. It's going to it's going somewhere. It's going everywhere else except Ukraine. Well, it's probably and, going and, to and, the and if it is paid Hunter Biden, and off. if it is going mm-hmm. to Ukraine, they, especially when it comes to uh, you know uh, military aid. What do you want to bet that's just getting sold to third world countries like oh, yeah. that week? Maybe so. Uh, let's see what else do we need to know here. Uh, back in March, the opposition platform for life held 44 seats in the Ukrainian parliament, reported The Guardian. Following Monday's court ruling, quote, it is possible that the roughly 4,000 local officials who had been elected as members of the party will also be forced to forfeit their posts. The court banned the activity of the political party opposition platform for life according to Minister of Justice, so-called Denis Malyuska, on Facebook. Quote, consequently, the court decided to transfer all property funds and other assets of this party to the state. This applies to regional, city, and district organizations of a specified political party, as well as primary cells and other structural entities. So just imagine this happening to the Libertarian Party here in uh, in the United States, that the federal government just decrees that it is no longer allowed to exist. All of its assets will be transferred from all of its bank accounts into the account of the, the federal government, and uh, anyone who's elected as a Libertarian will be removed from office. How communist of them. Yeah. yeah. The, the supposed the supposed Nazis, the fascists, do mm-hmm. it, you know, it's like, they, it's like they took a page out of history. It's like, hey, you know what? This is what they did to us. We're gonna we're gonna do it r- back. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very similar to what the uh, what the Nazis did in in Germany. I mean, uh, there is Kristallnacht, uh, where they destroyed a bunch of Jewish businesses, and then they basically turned around, as if I recall correctly, and like build the Jews for the extra law enforcement. And, Offense, uh, extra law enforcement costs that came from destroying their, their own total buildings. failure to protect their businesses, um, and uh, so yeah, just you know, seize seize the uh, the assets of the people that you hate and give it to the government. I'm sure yep. that uh, and 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 remove, Canadians and remove are, your opposition, the guys who were on, you know, getting out there trying to uh, uh, portray a different message that this isn't exactly what, you know, what you're being told isn't exactly true. And uh, no, we can't have that. We can't have this type of dissent. No. And this is what happens when you try to use the system, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just use the system. You can get elected. Oh, wait, no. We're just going to ban you from using the system because we're actually afraid you might get elected. 
according to the story here, give you a little more background. In May, and this is, I remember we talked about this when it happened, Zelensky had signed a law into measure that bans the pro-Russian political parties. So in addition to this one party we're talking about tonight, Zelensky banned 10 other political parties at that time, including the so-called Justice and Development Party, the Union of Left Forces, and the Party of Shari. Uh, but the opposition party for Shari, life. I love that shit. <laughs> the opposition party for life was the first group to challenge their ban in court, and so now that court has ruled. No, this is totally fine. You're not allowed yeah. to be here anymore. And we, and we can take the the yachts of Russian oligarchs too. That's perfectly yeah. uh, perfectly acceptable, perfectly legal, as long as they're the bad guys. Well, the good news is uh, United States people are not trusting courts that much these days either, according to WashingtonExaminer.com. This is only when they're told not to trust the courts. If the, if what do you mean? Well, everyone's being told to, 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 to uh, help the, the, blue, the yellow and the blue. That's mm-hmm. what you need to change your avatar last week. Now it's change your avatar to hang a Russian, I mean, not a Russian, but a uh, Supreme Court, uh, pipe bomb a Supreme Court leader. That's that's today's message. Mm. Change your avatar right away, guys. Well, I'm going to take what kind of good news I can take out of this, Conan, and that is that confidence in the Supreme Court in the United States has hit a historic low. Yeah, Civil War is right around the corner. Among the public, according to poll findings reported last week, 25% of people in the United States now say they have a great deal or quite a lot of trust in the Supreme Court, which is down 11% since just 2021, when the same survey showed 36% of survey takers trusted the court at that time. Was this survey this week? After this after this latest event? Mm, that's an excellent question. Because if, if it was two weeks ago, then I, I, that, those numbers would be surprising to me. But if it was yesterday, no, no those numbers are not surprising to the me at all. The survey was conducted between June 1st and 20th. So prior to the official, well, of course, they knew the leak, you know, the leak had come out. Some people did. Most people, most of these NPCs don't know what's up until someone tells them to think a certain way. Still, nonetheless, I'll take it. Um, I'm glad to see that trust has eroded in the Supreme Court, because if you ever look at like they do studies and they look at, okay, well, what's the percentage of trust in the president? What's the percentage of trust in Congress? Right. Uh, what's the percentage Congress of trust in Congress is always the, the lowest, right? Congress is always the lowest. In fact, sometimes it gets into the single digits, if I recall correctly. I don't yep. know where it is right now. Probably about um, 10%. We'll see if we can find it. This may actually be that same survey. It's just that they're only reporting on the, and the then, court And then Supreme Court after that, and then president. Uh, and, and, what, and they also usually include the military. And the military gets the highest. Oh, they always, oh, right there next yeah. to the firefighters. Oh, yeah. yeah they get the and highest the, rankings. the teachers. Uh, even though they're just, you know, they just do what the politicians say. So it does, that there's such a gulf well, of well, a disconnect. No, uh, maybe not, because uh, uh, Mark was just talking about the Pentagon coming out and saying that they're not going to support this this new ruling. That they are same thing with Biden's DOJ. They are not. They've they've come straight out and they've Is said that true. Okay, because oh. I heard the rumor. I didn't know that was actually true. <laughs> they said they're not going to support any of this. It's mm. not on their. It's not their cup of tea. Uh, nah. And it, when that happens, now you have now, now we're talking about civil war. Now we're talking about whole government uh, wings mm-hmm. fighting with each other. That's what we need. That's we exactly need what that. we need. We need more of that. And in Texas, we need you to secede. I know. I know everyone wants New Hampshire to do it first, but I want Texas to do it. I want Texas. And I want California to do it. Just to blaze the way. You mean? Bla- well, I want the feds focusing all their time and energy <laughs> on California and Texas, the right. big the big boys, and then we can just slip off into the night. Into the night. Uh, the number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. You can join us. Let's see if there's any more interesting details here as far as okay, we know that people don't trust the court. 
How's Congress doing? Uh, are they above 9% right now? The number is 603-283-6160. And, of course, you can bring up whatever is on your mind, whether you want to talk about the Ukraine situation or the whole uh, Roe versus Wade thing. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you're invited if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Conan. And you're invited online anytime you want. You can join us over at freetalklive.com. Lots of uh, features available for you there. Uh, also, want to let you know about Liberty in Our Lifetime. It is a conference coming up in the beautiful city of Prague, October 21st through the 23rd. Our very own Mark Edge will be speaking at that conference. The conference theme is Parallel Structures for Progress, and they'll be exploring physical developments and parallel structures that are emerging in education and finance that offer alternatives for people looking for better ways to learn, educate their children, and invest in the future. You can get 20% off of your uh, ticket price by using code FTL20 when you check out. Go to LifetimeLiberty.com, code FTL20. Uh, again, it's Prague from October 21st through the 23rd. They've got a Twitter handle. It's at LibertyIOL if you want to follow them there. And don't forget to get your tickets sooner rather than later. Take advantage of the early bird discount. Once again, it's LifetimeLiberty.com, code FTL20 to save 20%. We go to Peter. He's on the line in California. Peter, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Nobody and Conan. Thanks. How's your guys' night going? Hopefully it's okay. I didn't turn on the show till about... 10 minutes ago, so I didn't get a chance to hear your guys' opinion on the Roe Wade decision. Um, the way I look at it, you guys should be thrilled because actually what it's doing, definitely the way you guys think, it's putting the choice in groups of people per states. Here's an example. I'm going to be moving from California because I'm definitely anti-abortion, and I'm going to go to Nebraska, Texas. Okay. And so definitely allows people to go with other people that have their core beliefs. I think that's a that's a really good thing. Yeah, yeah but, we didn't, the, but, the, but the progressives don't want that. They want lockstep NPC thought, th- mind thought, uh, uh, Borg thought throughout the system. They don't want little little laboratories of you know doing their own scheming and doing their own thing in their own corner uh, because that's where new ideas come from. That's where new ways of thinking. That's where new mouse traps come from. But they don't want that. They want everyone to be the same Borg. Yeah, I mean this this shit this decision as it as it stands is perfect. You know, I can go somebody with good Christian values. I can go with a group of people, and people who are pro-choice can come to California and vice versa. And I think it's a great thing. I'm gonna yeah, we hadn't uh, talked about it at all tonight, so you didn't miss uh, okay. a discussion on that. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, when this first broke several weeks ago, when the the what was it the draft version of this came out we certainly discussed it quite a bit at that time and obviously we're people on this show that support decentralization and that means that there should be more state decision making as far as as far as there there can be i mean i would like to see the federal government disappear entirely 
But as long as it is going to exist, it definitely should decentralize as many decisions as possible uh, down to the state level. And, and I'm somebody who supports a uh, woman's right to, uh, to choose. The craziest part about all of this, this whole argument that's been going on all week long, most of the people who are out in the streets and who are it's spit flying out of their mouths and they've oh, got yeah, their signs and, and they're freaking their head and they're rioting. They already live in states where abortion is legal. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's, that's true. all. This all they have all they have done is they have given it back to the states to yep. decide. And all the crazy people already live in pro-life states, or and, I mean, sorry, pro-choice states. Yep. So what are you complaining about? Seriously. Well, and, like, mo- and most and most I'll, other I'll states and most other states in this country, it's they're they're uh, somewhat reasonable. New Hampshire, we're up to twenty-four months. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, weeks. So up to 24 leaks, it's legal, and after that, it's illegal. And you know what? Most people in this country, that's how they think. I, I like to try and look at things from the other guy's point of view from time to time. So if they, uh, if they found in the Supreme Court that the right to keep and bear arms was strictly a state matter and and there was no federal protection for the right to keep and bear arms Mm -hmm. but the states could do whatever they want um i wouldn't be very happy with that but that's a different but that's the second that's the bill that's in the bill of rights that's That's one that i agree with yeah but i mean abortion is not (laughs) in the friggin bill of rights uh unless you consider the 14th or the 9th uh, the the Ninth Amendment to the Constitution says the enumeration of certain rights in this Constitution shall not be held to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So basically, have you have a huge about, set oh, of one. rights. Nobody knows for sure what's in those those rights, or at least the Constitution doesn't say. And those uh, those rights, the fact that those rights are not enumerated in the constitution doesn't mean that you don't have them so the uh so that would be you know the right to fall in love that's not listed the right to wear a purple hat yeah uh, some I, I, people would say that's a first nobody i don't know thing. how in the world any of these supreme guys whether you agree with them or not could ever say that the second amendment is a state's rights option it just isn't it's the second oh, well, damn all they have to do is lie that's easy for them <laughs> what, what, was, what, what was your other question about oh my, my other uh, comment and i i think you guys will find this ridiculous our governor governor newsom now is proposing to take our tax dollars and fly people in and put them in motels to get abortions basically you know give these people a thousand twelve hundred bucks to fly here and get abortions and god is a taxpayer i mean whether i was pro-choice or not that is just utterly ridiculous. Well, he's he's well, paying not being well, a he, California he, he's paying people support. to come in and have abortions in his state. Yes, sir. He is going to <laughs> be proposing it right now. Yeah, so they're going to fund people from, say, you know, Texas or whatever. They're going to give you a plane ticket, put you in a hotel, pay for your abortion, send you home. And the taxpayers are going to pay for it, <laughs> or is it going to be a fed? And I get to pay for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I'm surprised Trudeau hasn't come out and offered that same that same uh, deal. Why yeah, did it take I'm you sorry. so long to leave California? Why did you wait for this Especially one moment? Because my wife is a public school teacher, and it pays really well, and I want to take that pension with me elsewhere. Wow. Well, that's All right, it. man. No, yep. Good luck, and thank you for the call Have tonight. Night, I, and I hope that's what comes out of this, is that... These people, after they calm, you know, a little bit calm down and they realize that a bunch of shouting isn't going to change Supreme Court 
precedent that the only thing that they can do that it makes the most sense is to relocate themselves. I know what your your point they was. They already live in the states that allow it. That's, most, that's true to some extent, but well, there's obviously leftists in some of the states that don't allow this it. Is right? only gonna, so, this is only going to last another week, and there's going to be something else for the NPCs to scream about. Could be, but they need to make the move. If you care about this issue... You should be in a place like California. If you are like this last caller and you are an ultra-right winger, you should be in a place like Nebraska or Texas yep. or whatever. I mean, that makes the most sense. This pushes us even closer to a national divorce than we've ever been. And so I definitely support it from that Absolutely. aspect. This is, this is a good time to, to be in this country, I think. In, with the, in the, the last years of this country, by the way, I think this is the end of the mm-hmm. empire. This is the, the 250 years are up. Something else is going to spring up out of the ashes, and I hope that it's going to be a new a new era, a new golden age. I'll tip my hat to the new constitution, take a bow for the new revolution. Uh, something about... Oh, I can't something, remember. Get something on about my guitar the... and play just like yesterday, and then I'll get on my knees and pray. We don't get fooled again. You're going to get fooled right. again. Yeah, some some, some of you are going to get fooled again. There's, that's true. We're coming up here in moments. You can join us on Free Talk Live. Join us here at 603-283-6160. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. Nobody. And Conan. You can join us online anytime you want. Just go to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. Um, One of those is our social media platform. You can go to social.freetalklive.com. And you can interact with other people there that care about the ideas of freedom and people that don't care about the ideas of freedom. There's there's no restriction as far as you have to be a libertarian. In fact, there's at least one person that's on there regularly that I can think of that doesn't seem to be very libertarian at all. AI bot. Uh, I don't think so. It gets reported, actually, a bunch of, th- of like four out of the five reports we've had. On the server of Busybody saying, I don't think this would be here. Is this one guy's account. Huh. Uh, they just really don't like him. So, uh, that, well, anyway, you, we don't care what your views are as long as you're not there to spam somebody, right? So, head over to uh, social.freetalklive.com. Let's go to Jack. He's in Washington State. Go ahead, Jack. Um, I'd say Aria did a really good job at the Porcupine Festival. Oh, thanks. Um, those interviews were really interesting. Uh, I missed Ian quite a bit, though, because he's kind of the general. But putting that aside, uh, I think the whole Ukraine uh, Zelensky thing is some bizarre level of like we're being. I mean, he was an actor who played the president of Ukraine. Yeah, he sure and, did. And the evidence we're seeing, I can find on the internet, is very limited this big war you know it seemed like in the past wars iraq and i don't know i guess iraq's the one i remember the most but you have like people like down there with the soldiers and stuff and i never see that and so i think something is just display and of course when the far left go 100 percent hardcore on something with their you know you know their ukrainian flags on twitter and, and such I just get a really, really bad vibe. And again, it comes back to the corruption of the government. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're going to find much uh, much disagreement here. On, no, absolutely agree. And when you do find any type of uh, coverage pictures, uh, they're not even from this year. They're from like oh, 20- you talking about with the Ukraine thing. Yeah, they're like from yeah. 2014 when they had the last big big situation, the big riots, like the big said, takeover. The who flip, knows if this is even happening out I, there? Who knows? It's hard to know what to believe. You can't trust this is the a, Western this is, media. This is a wag the dog, watch yeah. the movie people moment in our in our history. Characters. Non-player characters. I think nobody Mm. says non-player characters. Is that NPC? That's what that stands for, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and if you think about it, we've always been taught that the the, uh, tech companies are years uh, further advanced than what we see. So what is the show we're seeing? I mean, they can turn Kurt Douglas or uh, uh, Kurt Russell into young men in movies, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Ant-Man. So the more advanced government could probably do some pretty incredible things to trick the sheep. Yeah, but so, governments governments are just historically bad at what they do. I don't true. I don't think this is a government thing at all. I think this is a this is an agency well above government who use government as part of their uh, part of their one of their pawns. You talking about like a Davos kind of thing? Absolutely, absolutely. Worse? Someone who has the more power mm-hmm. has more control over other agencies because hmm. government's just not really good at this kind of thing. That's true. Jack, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, the number 603-283-6160 is the number here. We were talking about the, uh, the Supreme Court. People are less supportive than ever. It is at a historic Good. Good. low. Confidence in the Supreme Court in the United States now at 25%. Sadly, it's the mostly coming from the left. Yeah, that's true. We mm. we did get the demographic breakdown, and it's I think it was thirteen percent of people uh, Democrats uh, have confidence in the Supreme Court, twenty five percent of independents, and thirty nine percent of Republicans still have confidence in the Supreme Court. Yeah, I'd like to see that reversed. I'd rather see the con- I'd rather mm. see thirteen percent Republicans, conservatives, on the on the uh, up and up. Well, because I'll, because they're the ones that have because they have the guns and well, they have the and they have the, and they have the farmland. You know, if, it, if Biden does his court packing plan, then uh, you will see happen. Uh, a complete reversal of of confidence in the Supreme Court. Well, good. Um, and that is allegedly what is being plotted, right? They're talking about loading up more Supreme Court justices. For the first time since God knows when, right? Like, when did it go yeah. from? Why hasn't he been doing that the whole time? Is this only a? There's only a, a short window of opportunity to do this. Why? I think they can well, do it anytime I they mean, want. They, it's been, uh, it's been proposed before. Uh, FDR proposed it, and before FDR brought his court packing plan uh, forward, all of the new deals. Uh, all of the New Deal programs were struck down as unconstitutional. Mm. After he came up with his court-packing deal, all of a sudden, these same programs started being constitutional. So basically, the the Supreme Court sold out and mm. said, oh, we'll give you what you want, just don't dilute our power. Uh, that figures. You know, we, we, we have to keep our, our personal power as you know, one-ninth owners of the country instead of one-thirteenth owners of the country. Was it always nine? Was that the original? Um, I don't think it's always nine, mm-hmm. but I think it was Mark shaking set his head. in the 1800s. I, uh, that's something that should be mm-hmm. looked up. I don't, I don't know the dates of it. 
Yeah, so that's I don't know what it takes for them to do it, but they probably have the votes if they're in the majority, if they uh, if they want to move forward with that. So mm. we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how it uh, how it all shakes out. the The problem is it's it's generally considered and has been considered since uh, what FDR tried to do as generally um, not good sportsmanship to do that. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Republicans point out rightly Didn't that Trump do the same thing. If they no. can't, no, he didn't. Um, if if they. Uh, if this happens and the Democrats aren't able to secure a sufficient uh, majority by doing it to ensure that the Republicans never li- never win another election, which could certainly be done, mm-hmm. depending, uh, then the Republicans, of course, uh, if if things uh, continue as they are, the Republicans will turn around and do the same thing. And so we'll end up with, you know, maybe 13 uh, Supreme Court justices under uh, under Biden, of right. which, um, you know, you'd have five... Uh, what would you what would you have? You'd have seven I think it's six uh, three right now is what all these votes are. So yeah, they would have to go up to thirteen in order to give the Democrats the majority. Right. So then they would be left with what, nine liberals? Mm, and, no, uh, it's three now and they would add four. It'd be seven, I think. It'd be a seven six. Okay, so they'd have seven yeah. liberals, so then the the Republicans once once they hit hit office would have to uh, expand Add the more. court yep. sufficiently to uh, to outweigh that, and, and, and the um, executive branch and, could just Biden can just do this, or he has to get congressional support from this. Uh, yeah, I think it's it requires be Congress. Congress to do it, and and I I think Congress will hesitate to do it because even some of the people who agree with their aims. Um, and are generally, uh, you know, liberals in good standing would still consider it dirty pool yeah, yeah. Yeah, to, it's, it sounds, to play it's, their hand. It sounds really way. out there. It it is it is dirty pool. It's uh, it's it's not the way the game was uh, meant to be played because the Supreme Court, in theory, is supposed to be a non political <laughs> organization. Um, and yeah, right. Uh, yeah, uh, right. I mean, yeah, that's funny because they are political, but they are insulated from things like elections, so they don't have to go out and pander every year like, you know, the rest of the scumbags do. Uh, according to the Wikipedia story here, it's, uh, it was initially a six member Supreme Court. Way back in the day. Wow. Even number, that's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Article 3 of the Constitution doesn't set the size of the Supreme Court nor any specific positions on it. Uh, there's more coming up. It is Free Talk Live. Here in the studio tonight, the number is 603-283-6160. If you want to jump in here in the remaining moments, uh, because we may not be back here tomorrow uh, expecting to resume Rogers Campground broadcast for the remainder of the week. Do we know what kind of numbers are... We talked about this earlier, right? What About how many people are even there at Fork it's Fest? It's hard to get a feel for it. Some people think it's 
a fair amount. Others say not so much. It's You really never know until you're actually there. And, of course, it's still the first day, yeah. so it could get busier. In fact, it certainly will get busier toward the end of the week because there's the fireworks show that's going to apparently happen on Sunday night uh, this weekend. But the, today's the first day. Today's day one of okay. uh, ForkFest. Uh, again, it's an unofficial event, so I mean, some people say ForkFest is a two-week-long event that started a week ago, so you, know, you decide. We just let uh, ForkFest sit in for a week. Exactly. So uh, you can go to ForkFest.party. You can learn more about the event there. As uh, we continue, there's another interesting story I wanted to share with you guys tonight, and it is coming out of this G7 meeting, which we just touched on a little bit earlier with all these goons from around the world you got biden you've got some guy from japan i think that lady from the eu uh trudeau is there from canada and whoever these other guys are they're there in this sort of photo op where they're all wearing the same clothing they all have a white shirt on and they're sitting around this table, supposedly, you know, with rolling up their sleeves and getting to work, trying to make things better for whatever, their political uh, perspectives. So, uh, according to AljaZero.com, they're actually discussing plans to cap the price of Russian oil. <laughs> That's what they're talking about. This is so stupid. Yes, it is. How are they going to make them sell it? (laughs) You've already got countries who are on on hand, on knees, you know, trying to get Russian oil uh, at India. I think India's getting a discount, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And and here you have these numbskulls that are already boycotting everything you can think of in Russia. And what Putin, we've we've come to a decision. Uh, we want you, we're setting the price at this. <laughs> you've been down here somewhere. That's not going to work for you. Or, I'm sorry. You've been way up here. We want mm-hmm. you to come down a little bit to about right here. Uh, do it. Who are they kidding? Right. I, I, it's crazy, but that's what the news is here. Uh, they say they're going to put the squeeze on Moscow. Which is they did that from- months ago, <laughs> according to what I've been told. Right, and the Russian ruble didn't help. By, it didn't help. By the way, the Russian ruble <laughs> is doing very, very well <laughs> compared to how it was uh, beginning of the conflict. It, it dipped down when they compared invaded. to how the dollar is doing. It's up against the dollar. Yes, correct. And meanwhile, uh, I'm pay- and meanwhile, I'm paying five dollar gas here in the states. Yeah, it ain't over, and it ain't over. It's just got started. It's not. It's summertime. It's not even. You know. People are going to be filling their their uh, their pumps up pretty soon. I'm mean, their, their pumps, but their heaters. The, but remember, it's more environmentally friendly to buy to to drill for oil somewhere else and ship it here that than is, it is just to drill for it here. That's why because reasons. That's why don't we make need, any sense if you think about. We them. need to get rid of Alaska. Just hand it over to Russia. Russia, here you you've always wanted this 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 crummy state. <laughs> And then we can invade it immediately and drill oil in Alaska. Wouldn't There's that be something to be said for the plan? It, it, it. Uh, I mean, it, it's not it, ours. It it's not ours anymore. Into all the madness that uh, that goes on. The liberals would love it. We're not drilling our own oil. We're drilling the enemy's oil. Well, this idea, the brilliant plan to try to restrict the price of oil from Russia, came from the United States. They suggested the price cap. By, uh, decided by Consuming Countries, a proposal that was discussed Sunday by the G7 leaders at a summit in the Bavarian Alps. 
Now, there's one way that they could make it stick if they actually had the economic chops to to think about it, which is basically to the extent like basically we will let our domestic producers of oil drill more and more and more until you get your price of oil down to this level. But that would be like competition. Well, that would be exactly competition. It would be using the market (laughs) instead of trying to short circuit it. You know they're not going to do that. No, because they want us all in electric cars. They want all windmill and solar and they want us off of oil forever and ever. That's, and that's, that's, bugs. that's what by in eating bugs, living in the pods, getting everything delivered to us. That's what they said. Uh, let me go to the phones here. We got somebody on the line. They usually lie. Caller, you're on screen on the air on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. All right. My name's Jonathan. I'm a truck driver. I'm in Maryland right now, and I heard y'all make the comment. Y'all might not be doing the uh, live show for the rest of the week, so I thought I'd call in. Otherwise, I was going to put it off. But I was uh, passing through Oklahoma the other the other day with my family in the truck. Uh, we do the eighteen wheeler stuff, long haul across the country, and mm-hmm. the Oklahoma uh, the way stations they uh, they pulled me in for a random inspection, held me up for over an hour. Uh, I guess you call that detainment. They just held me there just so they could see if I was uh, committing any kind of uh, or, or, or violating any of the rules that I have to abide by. And there's a you know, the trucking industry is heavily regulated. Oh, yeah. There's many well, rules I could be uh, breaking. Did you did you did, did you get pulled over it or did you drive through a truck stop and they just decided to pick you out of the lineup? Way station. Way station. Oh, I got so gotcha. It, it, yeah, it could go both ways. In this, this instance, I was uh, passing through one of what they call the way stations on the interstate. Yep, and you got just taken over into a secondary, basically, right? That's right. Yeah. And, yeah, and what did you have to deal with? Dogs and officers and the whole nine. No dogs this time, and only one officer, you know. I mean, it, 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 what you're saying, though, it, that often does happen. But I just had one officer this time, and uh, he just went through everything. They didn't, they don't come in the truck. They don't search, you know, the bed that I'm sleeping on and everything. They don't do that. It's a, they, uh, they they try to keep it as what they say safety-oriented. So, you know, the, the vehicle suspension and whatnot. But, uh, you know, still, it's just a revenue grab, you know. Sure. So was there something but, uh, about this guys, particular like, search that was worth sharing? Uh, did he get nasty with you or what what happened no not, nothing particular i just thought i'd share it with you guys you know it's just, land of the three man land of the free yeah well that's pretty, pretty much, st- that's all it was. I thought I'd pass it along no that, and that's pretty standard like you said i mean this happens a lot out there it is not free uh in the united states if you're a professional driver they own you from top to bottom there's so many different uh mandates it's absolutely insane i mean I appreciate you being out there and and doing that work man because uh, it's from what we understand it's getting harder and harder to find professional drivers yeah. who are willing <laughs> to do that kind of stuff is that is that your understanding is that there's fewer drivers on the road now uh i I wouldn't say it's any different than was a couple years ago Uh, i disagree i mean people leave and people come in you know okay because we know that every other job is having a tough time finding people and we'd heard rumors that that was true in the the trucking industry as well you're saying that's not your observation not in the united states you know uh, with the big canadian thing going off the vaccines a couple months back yeah that was definitely an observation Mm -hmm. but uh nowadays no uh you know you don't have to be vaccinated you're uh I mean, it's highly regulated, but it's no different than it was in 2017 before COVID hit. What do you pay? What do you pay for diesel in Oklahoma? Uh, in Oklahoma, it's actually pretty cheap out there. Uh, most of us, you know, the pump that you see at the at the filling station, truck drivers, we're not paying that price. We have a uh, fuel card. All of us have fuel cards, so uh, we get you know 20 cent discounts, 80 cent discount. Is that because um, you're repeat kind of customers? Prices. How does that work? It's be, uh, so it's, it's we're all we're all with companies, right? 
and uh, and so let's say uh, I, I lease my services onto a company with 500 trucks, okay, and then that that company goes to the the the, the uh, fuel company, the oil company, and says, hey, I've got 500 trucks, you know, we're buying x amount of, of mm-hmm. gallons of diesel from you each month, you know, since we're buying so much volume and, and we're spending our money with you, not your competition. Uh, can we get you know just going some kind of discount going on? I'll guarantee my my trucks go see you. We'll buy from you. Hmm. Sure, come on in, but I'll give you twenty five cents off the uh, pump price. Well, that's good. Interesting that's good to, hear. to know that's that. To hear. So, but you got to be very you know specific about what stations you go and pump at. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got to. Yeah, and that's part of the job now. You know, I mean, we're really shopping for fuel. You know, like so you're I planning know. the trip based on where you're going to refuel next. To some extent, I got to pay for each state, and yeah. Yeah. Did oh. you did you say you were dragging your family along with you? Last week I had him with me. Yeah, it's not uncommon. A lot of us do that, you know, especially in the summer months. Otherwise, you don't get to see him, right? You you're not home. That's that's, that's true. That's my choice, though. You know, you sure. can go home as much as you want. Yeah, that's my choice. Hey, man, thanks for calling and sharing your story tonight. I, I do appreciate it. And again, thanks for the service out there. Definitely appreciate you keeping things running. During the summer months, growing up, I used to go with my dad, uh, driving from uh, Central Florida all the way down to Miami to deliver. Milk. He was a driver in the produce store in the product uh, the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Well, he was just, he was the owner driver. Oh, every, did it all. everything. He did the yeah. whole nine janitor. And uh, yeah, I I got a lot of there was a lot of learning involved in the the, the whole process of uh, going in the back the back of somebody's grocery store. By the way, so there's some really nasty grocery stores in Miami. But yeah, uh, going in the back, filling the milk from the back end as, yep. as a ten year old. If you think the gas prices are bad now, will they put a price cap in place? That's really going to screw things up. Oh, yeah. Cash don't work. They're talking about it. And we are out of time for tonight. Free Talk Live will return, of course, tomorrow night, presumably from Rogers Campground at ForkFest. You can go to ForkFest.party to learn more about that, and we'll see you then. Iconic guitarist Eric Clapton's lifelong passion for the blues burns brightly in a new film and soundtrack release entitled Nothing But the Blues. The documentary film, which was nominated for an Emmy Award, has been upgraded to 4K for its long-awaited official Blu-ray and DVD release. The new soundtrack album features all of the music from the 1995 film and also includes more than an hour of previously unreleased live performances, Eric spoke about his lifelong love and respect for the blues. I'm really retracing my steps back to John Mayer and the Blues Breakers. And, I mean, there was a stage there when I was with that band, having come from a pop band, which had started as a blues band with the the Yardbirds, to go to John Mayer. And then when I was leaving John Mayer, I... In my head, I was going to an even more hardcore blues situation, which backfired. Although it came out to be a great hybrid, it wasn't my intention to go that way. That's iconic guitarist Eric Clapton, whose long-awaited documentary film and music soundtrack, Nothing But the Blues, will be released on multiple formats on June 24th. Order now at ericclapton.com.